So today I will be interviewing Ricardo. He is the founder of the nonprofit Start Day One. Let me tell you, after my conversation with Ricardo, my mindset towards many different aspects of mental health has changed. Let's just say his philosophy towards the topic of depression, stress, and anxiety is very unique that after my psychology learned for almost 10 years, I've never came across his perspective. Keep listening to learn more. Enjoy! Hey y'all, welcome back to Mentally a Badass. My name is Justine and I have Ricardo here who is actually the founder of Start Day One, which is a mental health nonprofit. And you guys know I love bringing on people who do have nonprofits because it's definitely very important to me to support nonprofits and such. Um, So we are going to be talking about the personal reason why he started um, the nonprofit and what the nonprofit is about. So welcome, Ricardo. I'm so happy that you're here. Hey, thank you so much, Justine. I definitely appreciate it. Yeah, absolutely. So if you like um, to get started, um, if you would like to talk about the reasoning um, behind um, Start Day One and why you started it. Yeah, sure. So Start Day One is a nonprofit foundation for mental health and suicide prevention um, with the a more proactive approach to helping people rather than reactively waiting mm-hmm. for mental health issues or suicidal tendencies. From what I've learned with my apparel company, so I have an inspirational brand. And mm-hmm. when I talk to people through that, you know, I, I get these random messages that tell me, you know, you've really ch- helped me, you've changed my mindset, things like that. But the best ones were the ones that mentioned that, you know, that they were actually suicidal when they met me and mm-hmm. they thanked me for saving their lives. And what I learned from that was that you have to be more proactive. In fact, you have to be, it's a requirement to be proactive to mm-hmm. prevent anything, whether it's diabetes, depression, or, you know, o- obesity. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you have to be proactive about it. it. The problem is everyone that's in suicide prevention are really more suicide reaction. Mm-hmm. They're doing everything and reacting to it. Basically, they're waiting for the, the results rather than trying to proactively prevent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I really do like that approach that you're taking. I, and I definitely know how amazing it feels when people like reach out to you and say like, you've saved my life. Like, and that's like the really the true power of like, you know, social media, and people feeling like they can relate to others. Yeah. Um, I and I and I honestly like, in me when I was in high school, like I was suicidal. And then I like had to like, see a psychiatrist and such. But yeah. I am a huge believer in like preventative because I do feel like, the way that this health system is set up and just like overall, just like even the justice system, just overall is like all about like, um, like when, like when it's already bad to the points and then also just like people like committing crimes and all like, they're all about like punishing versus like preventing. And there's like, like the don't fund enough like programs where it would help like kids like stay out of trouble and such. And like, you know, instead of just giving up on them, you know what I mean? That they just kind of just like let them do whatever and give up on them. And then they're out here, you know, make like making like crimes and then going to jail and then punishing them. And yeah. it's just like, that's just how this world like is set up. And it's just like, I'm a huge believer that like, I think 
just being like preventing is way more important. It's definitely very important because why do you're right? Like, why do we have to wait until someone is at that point where they like want to die? And then like, they're like at the point when they're like, you have to talk them out of it. Like we shouldn't have to wait like that long that we should like be all like learn as like also a community and like what to look for and like, you know, how to like reach, like always like make it consistently like reaching out to like friends and just seeing how you're going because like we all have mental health. And some people have like, you know, like brain, you know, brain chemistry and stuff and just genetics are more um, like, you know, prone to getting depression. So it's just like being able to create that community and to change the way we like look at things and just as a society as a whole, like I feel like like what you're doing, like that's like I feel like the key to like helping, you know, lower that suicide rate. And so it didn't get to that to that point. Yeah. So basically everything you've mentioned. Uh, what we're trying to do differently, again, is going back to being proactive, right? Mm-hmm. Everything that you've mentioned so far, basically, the problem is that everyone is always trying to remedy the results rather than the cause. Mm-hmm. When you remedy the cause or when you remedy the result, mm-hmm. if and the cause is still there, well, what do you think is going to happen? It's going to stay there, right? You're just yeah. doing different ways of dealing with the result. Yeah. So you're not going to do it. Like you can do um, multiple exercises and this and that, but if you're eating like crap... Like, well, what do you think is going to happen to you? Like, what mm-hmm. do you, right? I agree. So that's the real problem there. And it's, everyone's trying to remedy the result. And actually what makes it even worse is that in our society, we've made the result the cause. Uh, I've heard you say plenty of times already, you're using the results as the cause. Um, you kind of said something about um, basically like chemical imbalance, uh, people are depression. You mentioned yeah. something about looking for this. And I'm like, why are you looking for this? You don't have to look for people. Basically, you don't have to look for symptoms of diabetes to tell a kid, hey, don't eat all the candy on Halloween. I don't need to wait for you to say my teeth hurts for me to tell you, hey, listen, Justine, it's probably a good idea to brush your teeth every night so that you don't get cavities. I don't need to be a doctor about it. I don't have to wait for it. I should be just doing that because that's the only way to prevent it. You have to be proactive. And yeah. when I say about making the, the result, the cause, this is what I mean. I've heard it throughout the years, people walking around saying, uh, you're depressed because you have depression. Or mm-hmm. you're anxious. Oh, it's because you have anxiety. So let me get this straight. I'm happy because I have happiness. Is that what you're saying? Like, I don't understand what that means. Because all you're saying is the result is the cause. That does Now you have a circle that's never ending and you're mm-hmm. fighting an invisible fight, right? And no matter what, all those emotions that you're feeling are actually natural responses. Response is the key word to that. It's just responding to the cause. What is the cause? It's not depression, that's the result. So what is causing the depression? See, a lot of people think, mm-hmm. So from what I've you know learned and everything, it always stems to from uh, a bad perspective, a negative mindset, things like that. That mm-hmm. is actually what causes it. And what happens is you become depressed. That's why you're in depression. But doctors are telling you, you have depression. That's why you're depressed. Oh, so now you're going to think negatively. That is not how it works. It's the same thing with uh, your chemistry, your body chemistry. Mm-hmm. Everyone knows the placebo, placebo effect, but no one really talks about the nocebo effect. So mm-hmm. when you think one thing, you can actually influence your body into creating these chemicals. Mm-hmm. Uh, mostly it's cortisol. So because our human brain hasn't really evolved to the point that it can tell the difference between a lion and 
I'm worried if I'm, people are going to laugh at me. Like, it's the same exact thing. So cortisol starts building up. You basically you get into your fight flight kind of mindset or sometimes freeze. Um, and what happens is you start busting out this cortisol levels instead of in a relaxation response that actually goes against that. For example, when you get hit by a car, you know, you're like all you think about is like, oh, my God, you're already safe. You didn't get hurt, but you get out of your car and you go, oh, my God, now my insurance is going to go up. Oh, my God, now I'm late for work. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. And so cortisol, cortisol, cortisol. And so now you're stressing out is just a result, right? But why are you stressing out? You're safe, yeah. you're alive, you're good. What, what's the deal? But as human beings, the perspective is, instead of perspective is, at least I'm alive. Who cares mm -hmm. if I'm late for work? Who cares if I get fired? I'm alive, whatever. But that's not how we roll. So mm -hmm. those are actually all the results. But when we're being told the results are actually the cause, well, guess what happens? Instead of struggling with depression, you're now suffering from it. What's the difference? Because struggling is you have a certain goal, knowing that you can get out of it. Just like a marathon runner knows there's a finish line. It is not easy to do a marathon. It doesn't matter if you've been working on it or not, right? Mm -hmm. you, you struggle for the finish line. When you suffer, it's basically you can't do anything about it. So when you say that the, the depression is the cause, which basically, how do you fix that? There's no fixing it, right? Because depression is the cause. Oh, okay. So that's the result. And what happens is you suffer because I just took all accountability away from you. I actually heard you say mental illness. So that actually backfired in the mental health environment. Why? Well, because what we've done is we were trying to get rid of the stigma with mental health, right? Mm -hmm. So we decided to call it mental illness. It actually backfired. Because when you say mental illness, I've now said like, oh, Justine, it's not your fault. It's not you at all. It's depression. That's why you're depressed. That's why you became suicidal. It has nothing to do at all with you forgiving your dad or forgiving yourself or anything at all. It's just that you have it, that's all. And you need drugs for that. So that's not gonna work for me, right? So that's actually the problem. You're taking away all the accountability. Like, what do you think are going to happen to people when you tell them there's nothing you can do about it? Well, they're going to suffer now because yeah. now they have, and we're in a bad place. And I'm sure you were, obviously, is we tend to hate accountability and we mm -hmm. tend to love excuses. This is everyone, yeah. including myself, right? Mm -hmm. It's not It's not because you're a bad person. I'm not saying you're an excuse excusitis you know like no it's just that it's what happens to us no matter what and then when you feel better that's when you actually say like oh i guess everything happens for a reason like come on man like you didn't say that when you're in a bad place though why it's because you weren't a good place yet your mindset was still messed up and so that those are the things that we actually have to teach out there and educate people like you're being taught the wrong things mm -hmm. it's all based on accountability it's all up to you there's not one book one therapist that does anything for you you don't eat a book to feel better yeah a therapist doesn't give you a magic pill so you feel better they just talk to you so what is are they actually doing the main thing that these books movies uh therapists what they're doing is really just shifting your perspectives and mm -hmm. that's it because once you shift your perspective your decisions follow and that's why that's so important to really shift people's perspectives on things yeah yeah, no, I definitely agree. I'm like a huge believer in like the accountability. I do feel like we are like a society filled with excuses. Like, and it's just when you're at the point when you like have personal growth and you like understand like when stuff happens and you're like mature enough to realize like, okay, I'm not going to be just blaming like everything. Like I have to take accountability um, yeah. for myself. 
um, which like I completely do agree on. What is your like, okay, so what is your take on like schizophrenia? Since like, you know, in the brain, like, you know what I mean? Like they have like hallucinations, like just, I wanted to hear your opinion on that. Yeah, so schizophrenia, basically, that's like way off uh, my field of expertise, right? Okay. (laughs) Well, because what I, everything that I talk about is prevention. Again, I don't need Mm -hmm. to be a dentist to tell you like, hey, you should brush your teeth every day. Yeah. No one's going to ask, like, well, what's your feel on the cavities, on the molar? Like, I don't know. I just know to brush it. (laughs) Yeah. So I'm more about the prevention aspect of it. And Mm -hmm. it's the same thing. Like, I'm not against taking the pills. I'm not, basically, I'm not against you getting insulin when you already have diabetes. You already have diabetes. I can't Mm -hmm. prevent it anymore. You already have it. That's (laughs) no longer prevention. So that's not the, I'm not the person to talk to about that. So I'm trying to prevent it, just like you mentioned before, how important it is, because the, the great thing about being proactive is not only is it good for prevention, it's actually great for prediction. I can mm-hmm. predict that you will have less cavities if you brush every day. I will yeah. predict that you're going to have mental health issues if from five years old to 18, I kick your ass and call you a loser every fucking day as your dad. <laughs> like guaranteed, right? Yeah. So And that's what it does. So no matter what, it has to be proactive and so basically what I started realizing like, okay, I need to really fix the problem, right? I'm all about Mm -hmm. remedying the cause. What Mm -hmm. is causing it? So if it's based on our decisions, our lives, right? All of the decisions we're making. So what influences that decision? That's when I realized it's actually our perspectives. But before we go go into perspective, well, how do we know what's right or wrong, right? That's why I started realizing, I'm like, oh, that's because of the sense of purpose. You don't have a sense of purpose. You're not going to know the right perspective. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like when people tell me like, oh, I feel lost. Okay. First question. Where the fuck are you going? <laughs> like, where are you going? <laughs> like, you can make a left here, right there. It's still the wrong way because what, which one is, how are you ever going to know the right way if you don't know where you're going? And number two, to persevere and where you're going. You need to know why you're going there. Yeah. You don't freaking know why you're going there. You know, let's say I'm going to California. Oh, okay. And then there's a storm. Eh, I'll just go next week. Right. <laughs> but if it but if it was because, oh, my aunt has cancer and he really she really needs me and you know, I really want to be there. Well, guess what? You're gonna look for the next flight. You're gonna rent a car if it, there's no flights. You're basically gonna do everything you can to get there. Yeah. And so That's the perseverance because of your purpose. Now, talking about purpose. Mm -hmm. So what is purpose? Everyone kind of knows what it is, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I got to find my purpose. Like, first of all, already that's wrong. Because you have to create your purpose. Exactly. 100%. Yeah. So you can never find a purpose. Because of my startup experience, you know, with businesses and stuff, I learned that just like a startup, you don't find a purpose for your startup. You create it. That's why you have the startup. Well, the same thing with you as a person. Now, people know like, oh, it's my why. It's like they know this purpose, right? And then, But still, why are people having a hard time developing purpose? Mm-hmm. It's because they're being taught the wrong things. Yeah. What purpose is. People think, I want to be a rock star. I want to be this. I want to own a car. So there's the two major characteristics that I've learned that I've come up with that really helps you create a purpose. Number one, it must be a verb. Mm -hmm. And number two, it must benefit and provide value to other people, not yourself. Exactly. 100%. So 
So when you say like, I want to be a rock star, I want to be a doctor, those are not purposes because those are nouns. As yeah. a doctor, your purpose should be to help people mm-hmm. in their health to make sure they're okay or whatever. It's yeah. always to verb, always. Just like any great mission statement for businesses. If, you, if Facebook said, we want to be the best social network, it, okay, then why are you <laughs> buying Oculus Rift? What's with WhatsApp? Like, why are you buying those? So yeah. their mission is actually to connect people around the world, to mm-hmm. connect. So yeah. the reason you want purpose is because purpose doesn't give a shit about pain or pleasure. Mm-hmm. It goes straight through. Elon Musk lost almost all his money because of what he was trying to do with uh, SpaceX, right? He was trying to save the humankind. That was his purpose. So without that, you think he would have spent almost all his money? No way. You know, he almost went broke again. He was actually getting credit cards to pay rent, even though he was a gazillionaire. Mm-hmm. Like, what? that's freaking insane, right? Yeah. <laughs> so that's what people need to do. That's why rock stars commit suicide, because their dream was to be a rock star. Okay, you're a rock star now. Now what? Right. And if it's not like, you know, making an impact and it's like, what are you doing? Like, yeah. I mean, for people like artists, like artists that I follow, like some there's some new ones who are just becoming like into becoming a rock star. Like they talk about like how they are literally like, their music is helping people like mm-hmm. with their like, like, you know, like I mean, there's some music. I, I mean, music, honestly, like I, I need music in my life every single day. Like it <laughs> helps me personally. It helps yeah. like and I honestly like. Just thinking about, like, just listening to what you're saying and, like, like from, um, you can't, like, go back to, like, what happened yeah. in your life, but you yeah. can start a new beginning. And yeah, yeah. just That's thinking right. back, like, if I, because, like, I, from what, from what I'm getting from what you're, from what you're saying, like, I, like, I, when I went through, like, my, like, my childhood had a lot to do with, like, the way I was thinking about when I, like, when I was in high school, I was, like, bullied, and, like, I know a lot of stuff happening and such, so that created, like, a lot of, like, trauma, which then, like, manifested into, like, depression, so, like, if there's ways of, like, preventing it, like, you know, school's taking it more seriously with bullying, for example, like, us just, like, living lives and, like, knowing how to treat each other better and, like, you know, have the kind of, like, personal development, like, level that you have, and, like, a lot of, you know, right, like, a lot of people were really taught the wrong thing, like, growing up, like, I'm today, like, teaching my mom certain things, my mom has, like, really, like, she's in a, like, she doesn't care if I say it, but she's in a really, like, bad mental state, and I try to, like, help her and everything, Yeah. and it's just how she was brought up, Yeah. first, it was, like, not even spoken about mental health in my mom's generation, and then, like, her just having like you know the anxiety and just depression is just like okay like I just have it like that's it like and then you know I'm like the first family member in like my line because I have like my line of people who had like my grandmother my grandmother my mother and there's me I'm the first person out of my family that is like you know I'm like that's it like I'm not gonna just like I'm not gonna be carrying this on throughout my my family history like this is not something that I'm that I'm going to accept. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I've been through you know, X, Y, Z and I've had all these like issues that I'm like, you know, I'm learning to like recover from and like to, like trauma and such. And I'm like, that's what I, and like, that's like my, like my purpose is in, like helping others, 
you know, like do the same yeah. thing, just like what like you're doing. And like yeah. that, and honestly, like finding, I'm not finding, see, I guess you're right. You're right. And it's just like, you, I honestly, I truly believe when you say that we, you don't find like, you create your purpose. That's right. Like, yeah, you create your purpose. And I just think like, we are just always, like, people always think finding. And I think like, like I'm not out there, like, I guess like walking around in like a, in like a beach, be like, hey, what is my purpose? You know what I mean? Like, I feel yeah. like I create my purpose based off of what I went through in my past. And a lot of people do create their purpose off of like, like, you know, basically helping others to like, not like, I, don't, I just feel like there's like a reasoning behind people's purpose, but that's like, like why they created that purpose. Yeah. And so like, that's why like I do all this like mental health advocacy and I like, I have my podcast and like, I basically like dedicated like my life in that. And also I feel like having a purpose is, is what keeps me to not like have like those like suicidal like tendencies and like have, like, and I know I'm like here, like I went through crap, but like, I'm here for a reason yeah. and I'm here to help those people who were taught wrong. And like, you know, you're doing the same thing and it's just like amazing. Like I said, social media is just connecting with other people who, who have that same mission in life. Right. Right. So there's a couple of things just listening to you, what you kind of mentioned, right? I guess one of the things that I want to say um, when you talk about like previous, um, I guess your parents and previous generations, why wasn't there any talk of depression, mental health, and all that stuff? Well, mm-hmm. uh, also, but what's funny is when you compare it to the past, there's actually, there's actually less mental health issues at the same time. Mm-hmm. Um, the reason for that is, I don't know, to myself too, I'm kind of confused. I'm not sure when depression became abnormal. I don't know when anxiety became abnormal. Mm-hmm. Because they're just natural responses. Well, if you think mm-hmm. you're going to freaking fail at the speech in front of your class, you're going to get anxious. What the hell is abnormal about it? When you mm-hmm. think about your death and you think you're going to be a loser in the future because you got bullied and this and that, well, what do you think is going to happen? If you <laughs> don't get depression, that's what's weird. So to me, it's like, yeah, they're all natural responses. So I don't understand. So what's actually happening is we need to educate people on how to prevent that, right? Mm-hmm. Because those are just the results. Again, I have to emphasize that all the time. Those are just results. They're temporary results. Depression is not permanent. The same way happiness is not permanent. Just because you get out of depression, you think you're going to be happy forever? Mm-hmm. If you have that yeah. mindset, you're always going to be depressed because yeah. you're welcome, can't be happy forever. Dude, who is? Like, who yeah. is? <laughs> you're happy forever, like, then you're, like, not a human being. Exactly. And so these are, there's a lot of things that I'm learning, right? Like, okay, so we t- let's talk about the depression and all that stuff. So when I learn about emotions, emotions are actually things that you, it's not really based on what you can see from your past. It's actually what you can't see in your future. That's actually what's happening. Just look at depression. It's not because of what happened in the past. It's what you think is still happening today and it's going to keep on going in the future. Mm-hmm. When you were young, you thought it was going to be a bullied lifestyle forever all yeah. the way. And now here you are. There's people that already committed suicide because that's they thought what's their life. So right, the problem yeah. with that is because they identified themselves as what they were is based on the past. Mm-hmm. So, you know, like I, I've been to, caught in that you know, place where I said, you know, we're a product of our decision, but not necessarily. Yes, we are, but only to what you're trying to be. So 
the future is actually a lot more important than people think. So the future is meant to guide you. You learn from the past, but you execute in the present. It has to be harmonious. It has to be simultaneous. It is not just one live in the present moment. Like, yeah, don't do that because then you're going to max out all your credit cards. I'm just saying, <laughs> don't do that. You know, you're, and then all of a sudden you have no goals. And then you're like, dude, it's going to get you in trouble. And if you deal only with the past, you're in trouble. If you deal only with the future and not learn from your past, you're in trouble also. So there's a lot of things you have to really figure out, right? Mm-hmm. And then, um, so really, it's, it's what's more important is really your future self. And that's where we go into the growth mindset and all that stuff. So because you're trying to be your future self, so everyone that's listening, the Justine you're hearing today was not the same person five years ago. Guess what happens five years from now? We're not going to talk to the same Justine again. Mm-hmm. At least we hope not. That's what trauma does. It keeps people not to evolve. Yeah. Right? And so growth mindset, inspiration is actually what helps that. So trauma yeah. is almost the opposite of inspiration. Inspiration shifts your perspective in a positive way. Trauma goes the negative way, right? And so when I talk about future, so what you want to do is really figure out where you're going. That's what I meant before. When you're in a car, you know, you got to figure out where you're trying to go. Unless you don't know where your future destination will be, you will never know. So what happens when you're in a car and you don't know where you're going? You look at your GPS, right? For the GPS to work, there has to be a fucking location. (laughs) Like there has to be, (laughs) right? Let's say your battery ran out. Are you no longer going to get there? You ask for freaking directions. Yeah. Well, that means mentors, therapists, whatever it is. You try to figure out how to get to where you're going. Not, I have a problem. I'm lost. Then that's it. <laughs> well, how is this therapist going to, how am I going to give you directions if I don't even know where you're trying to go? So unless you know who you're trying to be, you will never know. So just like, uh, you know, when you're lost, I tell people like, so you're basically just in the highway and you're putting your car in park and you're just sitting there (laughs) and that's what they're doing. That's exactly what they're doing. But what you instead do is figure out where you're trying to go, ask for direction, this and that. Now, when you find out where you're going, you might now realize you took the wrong term five years ago. And now you're going to go shit. Well, guess what? It's going to take you a lot longer to get there, but you now you know where you're going and you know how to get there. Now it's not, now it's not impossible to get there because all roads are connected. Right. So you just have to figure out how you're going to get there. And so that is very important. And so, you know, you really have to figure that out. So when I talk about the, you know, depression, anxiety, all that stuff, it keeps going back to purpose. Right. Mm -hmm. Because when you have this future mindset, the reason you need purpose is because purpose is never ending. Mm -hmm. Facebook's purpose of connecting people around the world. When does that stop? Pandemic, no pandemic. Like, when will that stop to connect people around the world? It's infinite. Yeah. That's why when you say social network, well, what if now we're in a virtual reality world? Social networks are like, well, what is that? You're, you know what I mean? Your grandchildren are not going to know, like, what's Facebook? Like, what, what are you talking <laughs> about? You know? So it has to be never ending. And that's why it requires to be a verb and it requires to benefit other people. When you focus yeah. on yourself, that's why people get so freaking depressed. They focus on themselves so much mm-hmm. that they're comparing to everyone. And one of the biggest, best ways for me to like get people out of that rut is like, do you care if your friends were like garbage men, janitors, things like that, and but they're super nice to you and just kind to the world? Mm-hmm. They're like, no. Yeah, they don't give a shit about you being that either. Like, 
So why are you so concerned about being rich and famous and this and that? And you have to have this degree. And what? Why? Why? Who? The only one that cares about that is you, or your mom, or your son. Either way, you're focusing on other people. When you focus on giving, it that's what purpose does automatically. Yeah. So when you, you because giving and progress are the best ways to stay happy. To oh continue. my gosh! Yes, I truly, honestly, like I feel like I feel that like with this and then also like I work with One Hope Wine which like donates to, to like nonprofits as well like yeah. that's what like gets me going and like makes me I like honestly I truly feel like it's like really is what gotten me like out in that rut it's like when I wake up and like you know have like that that purpose to do good I feel like yeah. we're on this because I was also thinking lately today I was doing errands and um, actually, we go yesterday. I was with a friend, and I was like, we see a lot. I live in Florida, and there's like a lot of homeless people around where I was. And I just like always mm-hmm. like feel for them and such. Yeah. And then also, when I went to Dunkin' to get some coffee, they have like a huge shortage in like workers. And it's like I don't, I, I don't know like the homeless person story. Obviously, like I don't know how they got there. Like I don't yeah. know anything like that. But it just like I kind of like w- a wish that the world was a better place where. We're here to help like every human being, you know, like despite yeah. of um, like whatever happened. I mean, like if they kill somebody, it's a good story. But right. like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I just I, I yeah. like the world is just also so cruel to homeless people, too. And, well, right. Exactly. And the thing is, it's because they lack purpose. And so when you talk about homeless people, you know, we have to talk about like, okay, why are they there? How they get there? Things like that, right? Yeah. Because people keep waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting. Just the same way people wait until their kid isn't getting out of their room. And now I'm going to hug you. Now I'm going to take you to the park, go to the movies and things like that. Now I'm going to spend time with you because I see symptoms of depression. So now what I'm going to do is love you. Like you should have been doing that with or without that. You know, the best time to exercise today not when you're five pounds over, 10 pounds, 500 pounds. Oh, yeah, definitely. Right? It's today, whether you're in shape or not. But what yeah. people are doing is like, hey, I'm a fitness instructor. Call me when you're 500 pounds. Awesome. <laughs> That's awesome. That's great. That so not good. Like, yeah, exactly. like who made these roles? <laughs> right. Exactly. It's like it doesn't make any sense. It's like not giving anyone a toothbrush and saying like, yo, I, I have the tools to take your teeth out. So just let me know when. It doesn't make any sense. And the thing is, it doesn't make sense to you right now saying that, but that's exactly what we do every freaking day with mental health. I mean, I'm talking, it's not, it's a natural thing to do is look for symptoms. September 10th is National Suicide Prevention Day. Mm-hmm. And the things that you're going to see are things that come out that saying we need to help people look for symptoms of anxiety and depression. It's cute that they only focus on two emotions, you know? It's like, <laughs> I don't get it. Like, that's just two emotions. It's like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> right? It doesn't make any sense. And yeah. And I've been, like, challenged before. It's like, I take medicine for anxiety. Like, so I'm like, okay, let's test it out. What causes you to be anxious? You're like, when I'm in a car. Okay, dude. Like, there are a lot of people in cars. What makes you anxious? I need yeah, to know. it's like asking those questions. Like, a lot of people can't have a hard time, you know, digging a little bit deeper. You know what I mean? Like, like 
I like today I I, I want to tell you like today it's actually going to sound like probably like it's really not that that serious and it's actually kind of stupid but it's just an example yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to give to you so yeah. today like I woke up and Disney <laughs> uh, released their annual pass um like like their new prices and whatever right now currently I work for Disney so I get free admission but I plan on leaving shortly um possibly if I get a new job somewhere else so I, I was mm-hmm. planning on getting annual pass and then the prices were just so insane that I may not even be able to get the annual pass. And like, mm-hmm. so, and after that, like, I thought I started like, not I started feeling like, I, I'm very self aware on when I know where I'm like, I'm feeling that like, like that wave of the like, like feeling that depression, I know, like, I know, yeah. I'm feeling this way, and I'm knowing I'm experiencing this kind yeah. of like feeling is because yeah. I was I got upset got a little tri- I got triggered by that. And like, I know, like I said, it's not the end of the world. Like, I know it's something so minor. But yeah. I think my point is just kind of like the concept of it. It's like, a lot of people in this world are just not self aware. And I think of yeah. also about like power self awareness and like how to be self aware is also extremely important with like, like people to, you know, prevent like people's mental health journey and such. Right. And that's why I try to change people's perspective. Because once you change people's people's perspectives on things and knowing they become one more aware and two they know what to do because for example um you know uh, yoga meditation those are all great ways to remedy the result Mm -hmm. when you're stressing out when you're depressed and i get it they are helpful but if your perspective is wrong you're going to need a lot of yoga you're going to need a lot of meditation because mm-hmm. you never remedied the cause. You're only remedying the result. Because if it's because, uh, for example, uh, you know, people say you got to think positive. And it's like, yeah, that's not enough. It, it, you have to change your perspective. So what I mean yeah. by that is uh, if you think the only way to feel proud of yourself or to feel worthy is when daddy pats your back. Well, you can think positive all you want about this time I'm going to do this. And how about next week? Oh, man, I'm going to do this. And then, oh, when I become a doctor, then. Oh, well, it's like the whole when I'm going to do this and I'm, then I'll be happy like that. Yeah, exactly. that's a toxic way of thinking. Exactly. That's positive as hell, right? Oh, I'm going to do it next week. And it's win the positive, tournament but it's like the wrong, like perspective wrong way yeah exactly right so when you have the wrong perspective it doesn't matter how positive you are and that's why people think that doesn't work well because if you're, <laughs> you're doing it wrong <laughs> yeah if your perspective is still wrong it's always going to be wrong and that's why i always say like that's why you need a sense of purpose because you need to know if your perspective is a threat or a benefit to your purpose with justine's podcast over here she needs to have us instead of saying i'm gonna have a podcast that deals with mental health that's a noun if her purpose is to educate and inspire people to change their perspective so they can live a better life well guess what that's fucking forever and she can do that through this podcast and it's never going to freaking end and it's always going to be about someone else she's not concerned about how many likes she's not concerned about how many shares so all she's concerned about like did she change your freaking mind about something did you, are you happier today and so that's what really changes and that's what keeps you going because now you're no longer concerned it's a lot easier and it helps you with imposter syndrome thinking like man what you know who am i to do this i only have three followers i don't understand you know, like, mm-hmm. do you care about three followers if you are fo- focused on your purpose no mm-hmm. and that's what purpose does and it automatically makes you give to people mm-hmm. and that's why it's so important to really develop this and so i've developed this like sort of like a formula right so it yeah. always starts with purpose then you see if a threat is a a, a benefit 
I mean, a, a perspective is a threat or a benefit to your purpose. Once you have that, that's when you can actually uh, make a decision. But if you can't change your perspective because of trauma or something, you have to shift that perspective. How do we shift that perspective? Inspiration. Mm -hmm. A lot of people don't know the difference between inspiration and motivation. I didn't mm -hmm. know it myself. I only found out the past freaking five years. So here's the big difference. Inspiration and motivation. Inspiration comes before shifting your perspective. Motivation comes after you make a decision. Mm -hmm. So they're totally not the same. Inspiration is also something you're exposed to. Motivation is more a demand. Demanding yeah. you do something to, you know, it's basically forcing you to do something, motivating right. you to do something. Mm -hmm. Well, you can't do something if you don't know, if you haven't decided to do it yet. And to decide to do that, you need your perspective. So inspiration is basically something that just shifts your perspective indirectly through exposure. That's it. And then once I do that, you're inspired because you watch Jerry Maguire or freaking some new movie or, you know, whatever it is. You got inspired <laughs> by a uh, some YouTube video on TED Talk, whatever it is. Yeah. All of a sudden, you're like, yeah, I'm going to start my own podcast now. Sweet. And now that you've made that decision, that's when you start motivating. A lot of people think all these uh, results, like, you know, the answers to your problems come before you make a decision. It is not. That's not mm -hmm. how it works. Mm -hmm. Justine didn't figure out the entire industry of podcasting before she started this podcast. What she did do, though, is let's say, you know what? I'm going to start a podcast. Fuck. What do I use? You know what? Anchor. <laughs> I'm going to use Anchor because she researched it. Right. Yeah. So that's how that came about. She didn't find Anchor and said, oh, you know what? I should come up with a podcast. Like, <laughs> how it works. And so it's really after the decision. So motivation comes after the decision. Now I can tell you because without a goal, I cannot motivate you. I cannot motivate you to do mm -hmm. anything the same way. I can't motivate Justine. Like, come on, let's go out just because she broke up with her boyfriend recently. Mm -hmm. I didn't shift her perspective yet. And I'm motivating her to try to go. I become annoying. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It always happens. It's like, dude, stop. Like, okay, gee, you know, like, oh my God, leave me alone. You know, yeah. you haven't changed their perspective yet. So it right. is impossible to motivate them. And that's where passion comes from at the same time. After the decision, how the fuck are you going to know you're going to be passionate about something you've never done before? Mm -hmm. You have to freaking do it. You have yeah. to. Yeah. And that's why people like confidence is the same thing. You, they think they have to be confident about talking in front of class and then they'll talk in front of class. Dude, you talk in front of, cla of the class and then you keep gaining confidence. Right. Like, and so these little things that can shift your perspective, you know, we're in this blame game, you know? And so it's really the things that I talk about, I'm hoping changes people's perspective on different things, you know, surrounding mental health. And because that's the way you permanently help people. All of us are going to go through this. And if you don't know that this is natural and you think you're supposed to have a smile every day, you're going to look weird. <laughs> you're being human. You're going to like, also, you're like, that's, weird. that's even like really bad to your mental health if you're like i'm happy every day I'm happy yeah every day. well what's like, funny then is, you break because you're human you know you're human you're gonna break right. down so one of the things i talk about with my you know my apparel brand is that it's impossible to live life to the fullest because it's human nature to take life for granted that's why we complain on mondays traffic weather stuff like that you tell me when you're awesome with traffic like you know like <laughs> come on you know, nothing bothers you ever. That's You're not human. Mm 
And people don't really understand when I say it's impossible to live life to the fullest. And I'm just like, no, it's because it's a requirement to have conflict, struggle, challenge. And what I mean by that is, tell me one great movie you've seen mm-hmm. without any conflict or challenge. Go. Uh, oh, <laughs> no. Right? <laughs> There's not one movie that without a conflict. A movie. That would just be like images. A documentary. Looking at, I don't know. Like, yeah. But man, yeah. I think, honestly... I feel like just having this conversation with you, like I've just, I've learned some new things myself. (laughs) Honestly, I mean, like I work all the time to like, you know, personal growth because that's like what I agree with you on is like personal growth is like so, so, so important when it comes to like mental health and like without having personal growth in that, like incorporating that, then it's like, you're going to keep falling back into depression like personal growth is so um powerful and such um we got some really honestly i feel like this i can't feel like people to listen to this because i feel like you provided so much value all right well ricardo i like i truly do appreciate you being on my podcast and then i am gonna put like your all the links that you gave me i'll put it in the description um so the people who are listening can definitely check out your nonprofit. i do see here you offer coaching calls which i truly believe definitely can be like very valuable for people who you know need to have like that help with going through those steps that you mentioned so again i truly want to thank you for you know being on my podcast today yeah, thank you so much for the opportunity. I really appreciate it. You're very welcome. And then tell my listeners, I hope you guys have a great rest of your day, evening, morning, whatever is the time over there. <laughs> and I hope you guys have a good time. Thanks for listening. All right. And next week's episode, we are going to be talking with TikToker Brandon from the TikTok account Happiness Hacks. We talk a lot about personal development as well as his past and why he is doing what he is doing today. He also gives us a secret of happiness, so stay tuned for next week's episode.